Most entrepreneurs waste an insane amount of time trying to build their business. They are online 24-7, sacrificing their private life and burning out in the process. This is going to end right now. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Reassis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, copywriter, business coach, and recovered workaholic. I know what it takes to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to building a six-figure business, posting only once a week and working less than five hours per day. My secret? Cutting out all the crap that doesn't move the needle forward in your business and producing content that actually attracts clients and gets you paid while living your best life. Want to create a business and a life you love? Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you. Hello, hello, and a big warm welcome to the Aligned Six-Figure Business Bootcamp. How to build a multiple six-figure business that feels effortless. So excited to see you guys. I am thrilled. I am so excited about this class today. This is a three-day session. And today, we're actually talking about the energy of an aligned six-figure business. And I'm so excited because if you had told me even just a year ago that I would host a class that's called The Energy Off, I would have probably just been like, Yo, you, have, you have one too many crystals on your desk. Like, no way I am going to talk about the, the energy, the woo-woo stuff. And it turns out, even though I love strategy and I am fully embraced in my masculine energy, there is a lot to the energy that I did not understand earlier on in my business journey. And what I really realized is that I want this conversation to be had in the coaching world. I want every entrepreneur to understand this in the most simple, pragmatic way possible. Now, energy is such an obscure term where people are like, yeah, yeah, the energy, okay. And it doesn't actually have to be that obscure at all. So when I talk about energy, what I quite literally mean is at the end of your workday, do you have the energy to cook yourself a healthy meal? Or are you like, screw it, I'm going to go get a burger because I'm done. I'm pooped, I'm wiped. (laughs) I cannot. What I quite literally mean is when you follow someone's strategy, do you have the energy to follow through and implement and take action and and thus see result? Or are you going to burn out every couple months, then beat yourself up and be like, oh, why I couldn't do this? This time I'm going to start and I'm going to do it for real. And then three months later, you have the same experience again. And all of this is part of the conversation around energy. And if we only talked about this in a more tangible, practical, applicable way, where more entrepreneurs actually understood how to use it to your advantage, I believe we would have better results and programs. I believe more women would be wildly successful running six-figure and multiple six-figure businesses. I believe so much more fulfillment, joy, happiness, and ease. And I believe we would stop seeing reels on Instagram that are like, 
I'm working 24 seven and I quit my nine to five so that I can just like burn myself out now. And my business feels so overwhelming and all of the things because it doesn't have to be like this. And what I want to show you today is the actual tangible work that I'm doing in my masterminds and with my clients and for myself in my business every single day. These are thoughts and routines that I will do in my business and they have made a world of a difference. So let's take a look at what we're going to do today. Is it really true that you don't know what to do to hit six figures, even multiple six figures or more? Or is it more likely that you can get your energy behind doing those things? Let that sink in. Do you actually not know what to do? Or do you know what to do, but you can't get your energy behind those strategies? Behind the practical, every single day-to-day tasks, mundanities of running your business. And most likely what I find the answer is number two. Because the how is pretty damn simple. We have an idea, we commit to it. There, there's got to be some sort of commitment where we're like, okay, good, I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to my niche. I'm going to commit to my offer. I'm going to commit to doing the thing. And we have to create some kind of like offer, right? We need something that we want to sell. So we have to create some kind of amazing offer. We have to post content around the topic of our offer because that is what attracts potential buyers, right? We need some sort of traffic. And this is true whether you have a storefront, like a brick and mortar store, an e-commerce store or a coaching business, you need traffic. You need people to actually see you. So that you can then pitch and sell your offers, like you present it, you pitch and sell, and you over-deliver to build your reputation. That's mastery. And then rinse and repeat. This is the how. This is the how for a multiple six-figure business, seven-figure business. There is nothing different. My coach just recently had a million-dollar month. And the way she has a million-dollar month, she regularly commits to an idea. She puts out offers. She sells three things, five things, 10 things at once. She creates content to attract potential buyers. She over-delivers, that's it. So that people stay with her for a longer period of time and she builds her reputation. And she just had a million dollar month with it. It is not much different than everything that you are doing technically. So what makes that big difference? If we all know sort of what to do, Why is it so hard? Why does content offer sales business in general feel so challenging? Why is it so hard? There are two reasons for this. One is you don't have enough energy for all the things you want to do or you think you have to be doing. So you're exceeding the capacity, the energetic capacity that you have. Or second, it's because you can't get your energy behind it. You're feeling internal resistance. Now, I want you to close your eyes for a second because I'm going to give you an example for each of these. When you're exceeding your capacity, it could look like this. I'm currently posting every single day to my feed. I do Instagram stories, sometimes so many that they turn into almost dots. But I've also been in this industry. I've been super consistent for three years as a coach, running my own account as a coach. I have almost 10 years of sales and online marketing experience. My capacity for doing social media is wildly different 
from someone who's just starting out. Could you see yourself actually posting to your feed every single day and feel like it's no big deal? Could you actually sell on stories four different things the same day and not feel overwhelmed? Feel like it's easy breezy, like no big deal. Could you actually have two big launches at the same time? And for one of those launches, you're not just posting to your feed, but you're also doing email and you have podcast episodes. Could you actually produce content for your Instagram account or multiple Instagram accounts and an email list and a podcast and a Facebook group and a Facebook profile? So what you just envisioned is my everyday life. Maybe not in the last couple of months because capacity limits changed. And we will talk about that in a second. But this is what I did all of the second half of 2021. And it was no big deal. Now, envisioning this for yourself, did you ever think like, oh, hell no, I could not produce that much content? Or, oh my God, that would feel so overwhelming if I had to produce content for Instagram and stories and my Facebook group and a Facebook profile and my email list and a podcast every week. Then you've noticed instantly that that is out of your capacity. Now, what I see a lot in the coaching role is that people attend group programs and they learn the how, but this how does not necessarily align to what capacity these people have in that very moment. So when you join a sales program, when you join a launch program and you get like a really fancy launch planner or you get a content strategy where you have to go live three times a week and you have to do at least four reels and or ideally like two posts a day. But people are completely not talking about is whether that actually will work for your capacity. Whether you can actually keep this up in a sustainable way. This was one of the big questions that I asked myself When I was teaching, for example, programs like CTS, how come some people have no problem and other people find it super overwhelming? And it was the conversation around personal capacity, energetic capacity. And this is why I'm not a fan of something like a 30-day Reels challenge. Because if you just start sprinting into social media completely, not acknowledging your personal energetic capacity, I will almost certainly guarantee you, you're going to be burnt out at the end of the 30 days. And what happens then is inconsistent energy, inconsistent showing up. And that will almost always lead to feast and feminine cycle because you're going to show up, you're going to sell, you're going to launch, and then you're going to be like, holy shit, this was exhausting. And then you fall off and you burn out. And then you're out for like a month or two. And you're like, oh my God, I'm never doing this again. And then you're like, but I really want to. The desire for my business is here. I'm going to do the thing. And then you jump right in. You're like, this time I'm going to build consistency. So I'm going to do a 30-day reels challenge. And you jump back up and you monetize. You have two clients. You're like, or maybe this time you're signing more clients than you ever had. And now you are having to juggle between all those clients and showing up on social media. You're like, oh my God, this exceeds my capacity. And you fall back off. And there is no shame in this at all. I used to not have the capacity to post more than once a week. When I started my account, I could only post once a week. And once I signed clients, one or two clients for an offer, I could not show up more until I had finished those programs and they needed to be really, really good because my commitment to my clients was higher than my commitment to growing my business and making sales. 
And I did not have the capacity to do both. So I committed to my clients and was like, okay, I'm going to start selling again once this is done. So knowing what your capacity is at any point in time, self-awareness here is so freaking crucial. I remember what it was like back then. You signed two clients, you were at capacity. You signed two clients during your launch. You were so busy taking care of those clients that you were at energetic capacity. And then showing up was no longer an option because the fact that these clients were now in your world was consuming all of your energy. And that's okay because capacity can vary from day to day and it can be expanded. And we're going to talk about this. But this is the reason why we're talking about this topic before we talk about strategy. Because when we tomorrow talk about the actual strategy that allows us to expand our capacity, that allows us to protect our energy, the actual steps, how we can tweak and pivot them. Oh my God, I literally have goosebumps and like my hair on my arm is standing up. I, I cannot. I'm like, I feel like it's one of the most important lessons that I've ever taught. When we talk about the actual strategy tomorrow, you will know for yourself where your capacity is and what your energy leaks are. And then number two, because you can't get your energy behind it. Again, close your eyes, envision this situation. Imagine you have to show up on Instagram right now and sell a $15,000 or $20,000 coaching package and pitch it to your Instagram stories. Be like, I have one one-on-one spot open for the next six months. It's 21K painful. My current six-month package is 21K. You feel your stomach turn, be like, hell no, I am maybe not doing that. That's your internal resistance. You can't get behind that price, for example. Or maybe you're like, yeah, no big deal. My package is way higher. Great. How about a 50K painful package? My current coach, where I'm in the mastermind, her one-on-one rates are painful upfront before you start and the minimum commitment is three months. And I think her rates are somewhere between 20 to 30K per month now. That makes at least 60K painful. How would that feel? Can you feel resistance inside of you? What does that feel like? Which part of your belly are you feeling this? Or if your body, are you feeling this? Are you feeling this in your belly, your stomach, maybe in your gut, maybe in your shoulders, they're rising up being like, oh my God, no. Is it hard to breathe, maybe? That is what resistance feels like. Imagine you suddenly had 15 one-on-one clients with weekly calls. Imagine you were selling three different offers at the same time and you had to juggle all of that at once. Imagine speaking to a million follower audience. Imagine speaking to a 20,000 follower audience. What would that feel like? Popping, turning on stories, knowing there were 20,000 people watching. How about selling a $4,000 group program? A $2,000 group program? $1,500 group program? Getting better? Feeling a bit more at ease? So our capacity and our energy are constantly changing. They can expand. Sometimes they can contract. There is constant change in our energy because we're human. We're not robots. So ease and flow happen. 
when you manage to align the actual actions, the how, the, the, the couple few things that make a business a business, the actions that you actually need to reach your business goals with your available energy every single day. And this is the great difference between being, for example, in a mastermind or having a one-on-one coach versus being in a group program. In a group program, the goal is teaching you how someone does something and you have to make that alignment yourself. You have to know what works for you and what doesn't. Take what resonates, leave the rest. Unfortunately, most people take a group program as this is the holy grail. This is exactly how I have to do this. And if I cannot follow through on this, I suck. Put our coaches on a pedestal and we're like, if I can't do this exactly like my coach told me, I suck. Or there's something wrong with me. Or I will not be successful. The truth is it all works. It all works, but it's only really truly sustainable long-term if you manage to show up and follow through, even when you're at your worst, your life is at your worst, shit's hitting the fan, not just a little bit shit, like a whole like elephant herd full of having diarrhea, like that level of shit where you're like, oh my God, I'm drowning. <laughs> like this is the worst. When I lost my child here or my child support, like, I don't know, like the people who were supposed to watch my baby, my baby was not having them. She was screaming so much that basically after like half an hour, an hour, I would be called. They'd be like, yeah, please pick her up. She's not feeling happy. And even after four months of trying, five months of trying, she was like, nope, I will not get used to these people. And don't get me wrong, Germany is already so gentle with trying to get these young people settled in. My baby is the spiciest of spicy child. And holy crap, did she make that known in that childcare place. So after four months of being like, next month, I'm sure she's going to be better. Maybe next month we're going to have four hours of space and time. I lost it all completely. They just handed her over and were like, please don't bring her back. And I was like, oh. Okay, I'm supposed to work full time eventually. Like, what am I going to do? So there was, I had 24-7 baby E around me. And baby E is not the kind of kid that you could park for two hours in front of the television and be like, here, watch something really cute. Here's Peppa Pig. I don't know. I'm going to work for two hours. Oh, hell no. Like, baby E wants full-time entertainment and attention at all times. <laughs> so my capacity was basically eliminated. I had no capacity. Most of my work got t- done between, oh, and she's allergic to sleep. So most of my work got done between 10 p.m. and midnight, which obviously is fantastic for both energy and capacity. <laughs> so the only way that I could sustain my income, January was a 30K month. February was the the month that shocked me the most. It was the beginning of war in Ukraine, which for the record is about as far away as San Francisco to Portland. So it's quite close. That affected definitely my mental capacity. February, it collapsed to 10K because I was like shocked that baby would be home. March, April, May, anywhere between 13 and 20K, roughly. This is what I could sustain. This is the kind of income that was sustainable for me at no capacity, basically. 
and at the lowest levels of energy. This is what was clean in my business that was the most effortless that I could actually follow through on. And that meant dropping the podcast. That meant dropping my email list. That meant dropping, posting every day or even twice a day. I posted two or three times a week. I was like, screw audience growth. I'm going to do what I can and that's it. And I'm going to cut myself some slack here. What I never did drop was selling on my Instagram stories. That was the only thing that I prioritized. And it was the thing for which my husband would take an hour or so during the day where he wouldn't be working. It was the first thing I did in the morning where I'm like, okay, this is the thing I want to be doing. I want to be selling. I'm selling it and I'm delivering it. And those are the only two things that I have capacity for. And everything else is not a priority. This is what alignment looks like in business. So capacity does not mean (laughs) showing up daily. Showing up daily means acknowledging and honoring your capacity. I saw this post today. I think like that level of synchronicity is just not possible. Like when I saw it, I was like, I need to take a screenshot. And this is consistent enough to build a multiple six-figure, even seven-figure business. Your capacity, how much energy you have changes daily. So your strategy has to be fine-tuned to whatever capacity you have that day. Write this sentence in your journal. Heck, take a lipstick, draw it on your mirror. You are allowed to be human. You are allowed for your capacity to change. One day, my, I had a launch. My son had an accident. We had to go to the hospital. Two days, zero capacity mid-launch. It was still a 35K launch. I think every single launch last year, I ended up in the hospital at some point for someone in my family. You're allowed to have capacity fluctuations. And some days it will look like the minimal that you can do. And in my case, if there is nothing else I can do, it is Instagram stories. I will always prioritize conversion and sales and getting paid over attracting new followers or doing something It is always cash generating activity first. That and client delivery service. But when my son had an accident, I told my clients, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I cannot do a call today. I'm in the hospital. My son needs surgery. I will be back on Boxer tomorrow or the day after. Or I will be on Boxer in between as I can make it work. I'll be back for calls next week. When my aunt passed away last month, I told my clients, I'm so sorry. I know this is our second last call from the mastermind. We will move it to next week. This week, I will go to the funeral and I will be grieving. Your capacity can change. And our clients, they're human. They know us. They love us for who we are. They almost always understand if there's something big that changes our capacity for the week unexpectedly. For our business in general, The minimum is making sure that we keep generating sales and money because if our bills aren't paid, if we're not making money, our business will die. So the most important part is making sure that the conversion aspect falls into like the minimal level of capacity that you have. So if in doubt, Instagram stories. So you look at your day thinking you've got eight hours to do things, but maybe you really only have the energy to do three things before you're too exhausted and you're out of energy. So maybe you're spending, currently spending a lot of time overthinking. You have to schedule that stuff in. Like you actually have to like 
stop ignoring the fact that you're still in the process of overthinking a lot of things and just acknowledge that and be like, yep, I am still overthinking. So I'm not going to make my to-do list 7,000 meters long or feet long. I am acknowledging that if I'm overthinking and overthinking takes capacity. Maybe you haven't actually mastered a skill yet, so it takes extra energy to do it. Maybe launching still feels like a lot. So don't make your launch something where it's like happening on Instagram and on Facebook and your email list and on your podcast at the same time. And maybe you're launching multiple things at once. Maybe you want to invest in a launch program to master the skill of launching one thing first. And then once that is easy and you don't even have to think about it, you can literally just turn on the phone and you know what, how to talk about your offers so people buy. And you know how to, what to do one day after the next during your launch. And you know how to show up and that's easy and you don't even have to think about it. This is something that you can do literally while pushing a stroller and like entertaining your child at the same time. Being like, okay, today I haven't done Instagram stories yet. I'm going to hop on Instagram stories for like one minute and talk about my offer because I'm mid-launch. That's how easy it goes. You're like, okay, then you've actually mastered that. That is what's sustainable with minimal capacity. Maybe you have a lot of things going on in your private life right now. Conflict with your parents, huge energy drain, huge capacity drain. Conflict with your partner. My husband and I, we have a rule. He does not get to bring up anything that's going to upset me before noon. Because my morning time is when I want to work. And if I argue with my husband... I get really upset. I have no more capacity or energy to do anything. Like then I spend one hour with like recovery (laughs) and taking a walk before I can calm down enough to even do anything. (laughs) So I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, I need my capacity and my energy. There is no discussions, no, nothing about parenting, nothing about kids, nothing about family, nothing about finances. Like you get to tell me you love me and I look amazing and like be nice and bring me water. Like that's, that's, that's what's acceptable. Anything that fuels my cup, fills my cup, fuels my self-love is, is okay. Anything else, please. After lunch, you have get kids. I could not run my business the way my coach does because I have kids. I do not have her there's just no way and there's no problem in that we just need to account for it or just something big is happening in the world when that war broke out in ukraine it took my breath away but not just for a day for like an entire month i just wanted to hide under my blankets and cry there was no capacity there was no energy there was nothing left i think that was probably apart from like um after giving birth some of the few times where I didn't do Instagram stories for a while and I didn't sell for a while because I was like, I don't even have that capacity. My grandparents, they're all refugees or prisoners of war from Russia from World War II. I mean, they all came from like Eastern Europe when the Russians invaded to go through Germany and like it was all a huge mess. There's so much generational trauma. I could not. So we just acknowledge that. We take a big, deep breath and more like, okay, well, with the capacity that I have, what is it that I can do? And for me, that was only taking care of my clients. So acknowledge your capacity and remember that if you schedule in, you may have a lot of time in the day, but you may be out of energy before you can do all the things that are on your to-do list. So here are some ways that I preserve my capacity or my capacity, depending on whether you can spell or not. (laughs) 
I don't do slides for intensives or wherever I don't need them. If they're about mindset and energy, it's very rare that I do slides. This one like just flowed out of me. I was like, I'll take it. I simplify my carousel designs a lot. There are templates in Canva that I use. And I also am creating a lot of my carousels on Instagram stories or in the notes at taking screenshots. I'm preserving my capacity. There's as little time for me spending Canva as possible because if I first have to hop on Canva, if I make that rule for myself that I first have to create a beautiful carousel in Canva, it's not going to happen sometimes. I just don't have the capacity. I made some really big shifts into lean back launching. My audience does not need all the details. I'm doing the early bird pre-sale. Maybe you've seen it today. The super early bird for sold out launch. Sold as in sold. The lean back easy for the soul launching. You don't need information. You're getting it at like over 60% off. You don't need information. You can just ask for the link and pay and reserve your spot or you wait. You wait and then... Once I have all the information, all of the details, all of the things, that's okay. Just then it's going to be full price. And I trust that my audience understands how to buy like this or how to invest like that. And if they desire to learn how to launch with ease, stress-free, then they can join it. And if, they, if they're like not sure, that's okay. They can also wait. But my capacity is keeping things as simple as possible. So for example, the other day, I announced the secret masterclass. And I was like, okay, this is going to be a paid program. I don't have time today. I don't have time today to create a checkout page. I don't even have time to create a registration page. (laughs) But I want to put it out on stories today and I want as many people to join as possible. So I told everyone, hello? I'm doing the secret masterclass. You can DM me your email address if you want to join for free tomorrow. I will have the checkout page tomorrow. It's going to be $39. Either you join today for free or you wait tomorrow and then you can, you can buy it. Within 24 hours, over 30 people had DM me their email address. So they were like, I want that. I want that and I want it for free. So we don't have, the moment we can drop all these shoulds and have tos and like, I need to have a registration page and I need even a sales page for my free thing. No, you don't. You can literally pop it on stories with a screenshot from your notes app and tell people, DM me your email address if you want me to add you to the guest list to send you the Zoom link. I did this with this one as well. Only earlier, just before the masterclass, I was like, here's the registration page because I don't have time 20 minutes before this call to like manually check people in. It's just not an option. So this is how I preserve capacity and this is how you make space for a bigger business. Because once you're scaling, you will have group programs and a mastermind and a one-on-one program maybe and multiple one-on-one clients. You will have multiple output outlets of like content. In a mastermind where I'm in, where every single business owner is making at least six figures, if not seven figures, they all have a podcast, a Facebook group, and an Instagram, and all the other channels, and an email list. How can they handle all of this while also navigating way more clients, way more questions, way larger audiences, automations, creating space, protecting their capacity, expanding their capacity? They're really, really mindful with how they spend their energy. 
So this means for you, start arranging your schedule for energy and not for time. My top priority in the day is hopping on Instagram stories first thing in the morning, selling. Because my business needs sales in order to be sustainable. It needs to be able to pay my bills. It needs to be able to grow. It needs to be able to have new business. So my top priority for energy is before anything can even happen that consumes my mental capacity, my energetic capacity, I'm like, new sales. I do Instagram stories. I invest in the mastery of skills to preserve my energy and and expand my capacity. I still, to this date, am looking to learn how to sell better, how to convert better, how to do my launches. I still buy content programs because I constantly want to learn what other ways am I not doing content right now? Where can I be more potent? How can I make this more simple? This sometimes also means buying something like templates. This is the exact reason why I expanded my offer suite for profitable story prompts. Because I know that someone who's just getting started, their capacity may be exhausted just by being a business owner and remembering that every day you have to do Instagram stories. And just that alone may be so overwhelming that it consumes all the capacity, let alone thinking about what am I going to talk and how am I going to tie this to my offer? This is why... So many new entrepreneurs just reshare quotes or inspirational stuff or other people's content because they know like I have to show up, but the capacity is already exhausted before they can actually post something about their offer. That may already be too consuming. So I was like, okay, we don't need to have the mental equivalent of like, I don't know, the mindset Maserati that where all of our mindset blocks are already lifted and our capacity is amazing. We can actually just have a crutch and start limping our way towards 3K months, at least somehow, you know, (laughs) and then unpack all of this stuff, focus on like unpacking the mindset blocks, unlocking our capacity, actually learning the how as we master the skills, but still already get paid up front, right? Still already be starting to make money. Your capacity expands with time and experience. There's just no way around it. So if today you're like, oh my God, like I want to run my business like Virginia, you cannot, you just cannot because time and experience creates practice, creates routines. It is ingrained in my subconscious. I could probably be drunk and it's 3 a.m. in the morning and I could still pitch my offers on Instagram stories because I don't even have to think about it. So capacity also grows with time and experience. That said, stop looking at coaches that you really admire and try to run your business like that or sell offers like that. I see so many people trying to sell how my coach sells. It is just not in the cards for them. They get so hung up and so overwhelmed by by trying to sell multiple offers at once because they don't have the capacity yet. Select your strategies based on the capacity you have available for you right now. And I really mean this with all your love and with all my love. This is so important. In my mastermind, there was one of my clients who lost childcare. And I was like, tell me, what do you need? What do you have? What's your capacity right now? Let's game plan. What's coming up in your world? What can we postpone? What can we cancel? What can we move? What can we simplify? And she had a 10K week, the same week where she was basically stuck at home with her baby 24-7. 
That is what actual coaching looks like. When things happen in your private life, you can reach out on Boxer to your coach being like, this is what just happened. This is what's coming up in my world. I don't know how to, like, how can I reach my goal with the capacity and energy that I have right now? This is what high-touch coaching looks like. This is the reason why people with coaches often move so much more quickly than those with others. Because she could have had, this would have been a perfect other option for her to be like, well, I just have my baby, so F it. I don't have time this week to sell. But instead, she had a 10K week. Before that, she joined a mastermind. Her baby was two or three months old, I think two. She had a launch shortly after. She came in being like, I really hate launching. I want more ease. I'm like, okay, noted. We unpacked all the stuff. She had a 35K launch. She actually sold out of all of her seats for the very first time ever, ever. She's never sold out all of them. Next thing she launched was a program called Love Your Launch. This is what happens when you stop taking cookie cutter strategy that worked really well for some people and start acknowledging that you're a different human being with different trauma, different capacity, different energy, different, different set of skills, preferences. Oh my God, if I had to have, if I had to build my business of Facebook only, whew, okay, that would not have been as much fun because I'm totally an Instagram person. If I had to build my business by growing 100,000 followers first, I'd have given up, probably. <laughs> Audience growth has never been my forte, never. I'd be so damn broke if I didn't know how to sell. Because if I have to wait until I hit a thousand followers, I'd make zero dollars the first year. <laughs> if I had to wait until I hit 10,000 followers, oh shit, I would, <laughs> it'd be years until my business will make money acknowledging what your strengths are and what you have capacity for also means in my case, what are other ways that I can grow my audience non-organically? What are other ways that I can create more space and ease so that if I'm ever in a place where I have to be full-time mommy and full-time childcare, my business isn't going to feel like so heavy and so overwhelming. So the passive $37 digital product it became because it will grow my audience. It is a positive cash flow and it will create more space in my business, more capacity for me to focus on my high touch clients. The mindset Maserati, yeah. It really truly is like that. If you ever have to, if you first have to unpack all of the limiting beliefs, all of the blocks before you can earn money, before you can be a match for money, I don't believe in that. I think everybody can start making money right away if we just give them what they can handle in their capacity. Being sick for two months straight cannot do sales calls, income broke. Yep. So in your case, it would have been appropriate to make shifts that would allow you to sell without sales calls. And these are all of the, the fine-tuning and adjustment, this is not work that you do once. This is work that you do every single day. Every single day you ask yourself, okay, what felt really light and easy and effortless today and what didn't? And then you make the shifts accordingly. The bigger your business gets, the more mindful you need to be about how you spend your energy, your time, and your capacity. And that means if you want to grow your content output, if you want to hold space for more clients, 
a group program and a mastermind and a one-on-one container, right? You have to grow your capacity. Some of it happens through time and experiences, but the other side happens through investing into mastery, into cleaning up all the energetic shit that you've swept under the rugs by going from short-term program to short-term program and never taking the time to lift up the rug, clean it out, be like, okay, this is the stuff that feels hard. And then moving on, this is what I did the last six months in my business, where I revamped my offer suite, added the passive digital products. They're going to be generating a couple thousand per month, just passively on the side while they're growing my audience. This is what liberates capacity for me to on the, for the things that I really want to be doing. Now, there was a second thing, though, when we talk about capacity, if we know we need to protect it, then the question becomes in our business, what will give us energy versus what will take energy from me? What are the things that feel really, really fun and light and easy where you're like, sure, I can do that. No big deal. And you spend 10 minutes and you're done. And what feels like such a drag? Oh my God, I can't even. And maybe you know this from school. For me, subjects like geography, history, they were such a drag. I had to study so hard, so hard, trying to remember all of these things. They meant nothing to me. So they were so energy consuming to prepare. And there were other exams like chemistry, biology, that just made sense. They just made sense to me. They were so easy. I didn't have to study. I was a straight A student. No big deal. Maybe you've had these kinds of subjects before. Now, when we want to look at what gives me energy and what takes energy, what we really need to be looking at are our emotions. And you probably know this. When you are trying to post to social media, you're mid-launch and you're like, that many people have bought yet and you're going into doubt and worry and you it's two weeks left and so far only one person has bought and you're like starting to get really upset about it and there's disappointment because you expected it kind of to like go faster and you start to worry what will happen is it's going to take a lot of your energy whoops i should have started the positive way out first now on the other hand when you put something on stories and in 24 hours, 30 people already signed up to the secret. You're like so enthusiastic. You're so excited. You feel so powerful, right? All of this creates momentum. All of this creates forward energy in your business. It is what will give you energy. And then the opposite happens. If you have like all these expectations, you're going to post and you expect like this posts for sure going to get viral this reel is going to go viral and you're like super excited. And then you're disappointed and you start worrying, like I say something to upset people. This is maybe not what they want. I'm feeling unseen, unheard. There's insecurity. Maybe it feels powerless, right? You're being drawn down. This is what is draining your energy. This is what will create resistance. Cause next time you're going to post, if you have that attachment, what are you going to do? You're going to be like overthinking. You're going to be like, ah, oh, the last post didn't perform so well. What am I going to post today? Like it really has to perform better. And I'm mid-launch too. Like what am I going to put out there? And then you're like, as you're starting to, you want to hit post, you're like, I'm going to overthink this one more time. And by the end, you're like just exhausted. And you had so much resistance. 
and you still didn't post and, and you're like oh, now I have to do stories and pitch oh my god no I like just I'm just gonna go get myself a tub of Ben and Jerry's and call it a day this is launch PTSD never doing that again oh my god I'm so exhausted and then maybe you're turning into a fire spitting dragon being like snapping at your significant other being like I'm in launch mode this is so awful you know in the chat if that sounds familiar so we have to be really, really mindful. You love the emotional scale. This was life-changing to understand for me. I'm a mess going to therapy, being chronically ill. Energy is key for making money every week. Yes, Sarah. And there is no reason why you cannot still be making money. Knowing that you're chronically ill and your energy just means, okay, you need a strategy and a business model that adjusts to that. Right. So just acknowledging that you cannot change your medical condition. You cannot change the fact that kids consume capacity and energy. You cannot change the things that are happening in your life. But what you can change is how you build your business around that. This is called business and life integration when it's full alignment. And just to give you guys an example, I plan to have on having another kid in the next year or two. I'm setting the foundation right now that I will have 50k month consistent, maybe even 80k month consistent, even if I'm just going to go hide because <laughs> my pregnancies were not easy. I will probably still be doing stories, but I'm setting the foundation right now for what I want in a year or two. Now, a huge part of scaling your business, and if you want to quickly and with ease is to remove the friction. So all of this downward energy, this like the things that feel like a drag against you that you have to like kind of walk through. And the way I explain momentum and friction and resistance is usually like, imagine you're at a beautiful beach. It's like the sun is burning down on you. It's hundred degrees Fahrenheit or like way over 30 um, Celsius the sand is pretty hot and it's really damn deep. And you see at the end of the beach, there is this like coconut hut that's selling like iced cold coconuts. And you're like, oh, this is where I want to be. Now you have two ways. You can either take step after step after step across that beach through the burning heat until you finally get to that goal. This is what it looks like, just taking strategy and pushing through with it. And if you're a workaholic, by all means, you don't mind ignoring your needs. That is what workaholism felt like. And I was so lucky because before I understand the wet energy and capacity, I was a workaholic that could just take step after step in the burning heat. Didn't feel that great, but I could walk myself to that coconut hut. I was in that way lucky to be conditioned this way because my business took off right away because I could take step after step in the burning heat on the burning sand with my knee all the way up until my knees in the sand. But what is just so much more easy and effortless and feels so much better and so much more fun is if you can hop on a surfboard, catch the next wave and ride it all the way down to the end of the beach. You're there more quickly. This is when, when quantum leaps happen. This is when you collapse time around money. This is what, when ease and flow happens, when you just pop something on stories that $37 and before you know it, you made five and a half K and you're like, holy crap, how did this even happen? I just, whoa, I didn't even expect that. I was just riding the wave of momentum. And the beautiful thing is momentum can happen so fast and so quickly. 
It just takes one tiny little shift that can create that. And what we do in high-touch containers with my one-on-one clients and my mastermind clients is how can we create momentum here? Whenever they feel like, oh, it feels like resistance and friction, like, oh, okay, let's pack, unpack that. Here's how you can create momentum. And momentum, the beautiful thing about momentum is it only takes one little drop to start a wave, one little step in the right direction. So everyone, every single one of you can create momentum in their business. The question is, will you kickstart it? And do you actually know how? Because sometimes we're up until here in the sand and you can't even look outside. You can't fix what you can't see yourself. So what I want you to take away from today's day number one, I want you to ruthlessly, and I really mean ruthlessly, like ruthlessly analyze your work, your day-to-day work. What are the things you're doing every single day? How are your offers, your selling, your stories, your feed posts, your assigning people up to your offer, like welcoming them into your program, What the things that you're doing every day? How are they feeling? Are they creating resistance or momentum? Are you not posting because you say to yourself, you have to get on camera first? Are you not signing people up because your last client was a total drag and you bent all of your standards and your boundaries trying to get her on board and you lowered your rate and you were super resentful and just getting on a call. And then she was even such like an ungrateful, unfriendly person to you that now you feel like really burnt out from even having clients. You never want to have a high touch client in your world again. It happens. I have had coaches who cried so scared to take another one-on-one client. And they were like, but I need it for my income. That's not the way to create ease and flow and effortless. If you're not ready to take another one-on-one client, what can you actually do to create that income in a way that would be 10 out of 10 excited? What changes would need to happen in your business to get 10 out of 10 excited about something? About the basics. Where are you leaking energy for low emotions? Where are you going into overthinking, frustration, anger, worry, self-doubt? One of the big things I see, or two, is you want your business to pay your bills, but you don't have any recurring income. So every single month, you have to start from scratch. Every single month, you're like starting at $0 or $1,000 when you really want 10K a month. What if your business was already making 10K a month consistently every month, consistently every month, And you could just post to build. You could just take one-on-one clients as you felt like. Not because you had to, just because you chose to. And if you no longer feel aligned with taking one-on-one clients, you could just be like, well, right now I'm not. We'll see if it changes. Right? It would be completely different vibe. Content creation would be a completely different vibe. And what mastery actually gets you above that zero line? The mastery of a skill. For example, launching, for example, content, for example, offer delivery, for example, offer creation with mastery in one specific topic that creates a lot of resistance, help you get above that zero line. Now, going from resistance to momentum can sometimes be so easy. Sometimes it's a 30-second voice note on Voxer when I listen to my client um, talk and they're like, oh, I feel so overwhelmed. I'm mid-launch and I still have to post. And... Like, I'm really overwhelmed. 
something as simple as what if you didn't tell yourself, oh, I have to post, but I get to talk about something that I'm actually really excited about, right? You chose your niche because you're damn excited about the thing that you're teaching, I hope. If not, oh my gosh, please change your niche. <laughs> your niche should be like, oh my God, I like if my friend gets me started talking about that one thing, <laughs> I'm not going to shut up and, like, until she asks me to. Like if my friend tells me, I'm thinking of starting a business, I'm like, okay, game plan. How are you going to monetize? How are you going to build your audience? Have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? It is so hard for me to just shut up and stop asking them questions. And usually they're like, I just had this idea last night while taking a shower. I have not considered any of that. And I don't even know where to start. Like, okay, give me a call when you're ready to talk about all the details. Right? So sometimes it's as simple as as a quick little mindset shift. Mindset shift or a mindset reframe. There's only 20 people watching my, like at the end of my stories, like there's only 20 people there. Yo, that's 20 people who spend five minutes watching everything you said. They didn't leave. They came back for more later in the day when you posted, like, are you kidding me? There are 20 people who are hanging on to your lips, like, like a fly or like a bee to honey. How is this not something that you're going to be excited about? And wherever time is being invested and energy is being invested in content consumption, the payment or the I want to become your client is so close. So close. Right? So sometimes it's that little reframe. And when you feel really excited, you're like, dang, you're right. Like, I did, I produced eight minutes of Instagram stories today and 20 people stayed for all eight minutes and came back for more. That's freaking exciting. That can shift the energy right away. If you're constantly tweaking how you do things, aka your strategy, your pricing, your offers, this is why coaches keep raising their rates or changing their rates all the time. Because they might take a client, which puts them at capacity and like, oh, this energy is becoming really expensive because it's taking away a lot of the capacity that I actually need for my business. And when energy feels expensive, it's going to create resentment. And resentment creates friction because it's going to put us below that zero line. So we need a price increase to, re- re- to make that energy worthwhile at, at that new price point. When you stop dropping and when you actually start dropping all of those shoulds and have tos, and oh my God, like, please, this is specific to launching. The amount of people who are overcomplicating their selling and launching and signing people up and like, you don't need all of the details. I don't even need a start date. You don't even need a start date for when your program starts. End of July for my launch, sold out launch was all I said today. And two people I saw already DM me about it. You don't need all the details. You don't need to know when it is. You don't need to know how many modules it is. Drop all of that. You don't need a huge sign-up page with all of the details where you're selling it. The only place where you really need all of the information and testimonials is if you sell a completely passive product, digital product, to a completely cold audience who doesn't know you and doesn't trust you and where you could just be like the Nigerian prince with a treasure trove full of gold. That's the only time you really need all of the details because obviously like they visit your page once and it's either buy or don't buy. So you actually need to deliver all of the information. 
right? They can't just buy from your energy because you're not there. So drop all these expectations, these self-made timelines. Like I told my, my clients, I'm going to start on July 1st. Nothing, nothing in the way. It's your business, your rules. Nothing stops you from sending them an email and saying, dear client, I have decided to move our first call to July 7th because I want to make some tweaks to the program so that you have the best possible experience. I'm telling you, no client is going to be like, but I don't want that. I don't want a great experience. <laughs> I would rather have you stressed out, hanging on by a thread, grumpy as fuck, <laughs> with only 90% ready. <laughs> no one. So drop these shoulds, drop these expectations, these self-made pressure. And if you're not sold out of all the spots by the last day of your launch, who says you cannot keep selling? Just because the first call is today does not mean that you can keep you cannot keep selling. I will keep promoting the line Six Figure Business Building Bootcamp. What a title. All of the week because there's going to be replays, right? So drop all this like self-made pressure where you're telling yourself, but it has to be this way. No, it does not. Honor your capacity, honor your energy and have that long-term focus. And that may mean that three-month program that you keep joining isn't going to be the right fit. Because in a three-month program, there's always this conflict of interest between the coach wanting you to get results short-term because that's what their testimonials depend on and you wanting to make your investment back right away, right? Especially if you join with that energy. If you don't have time to clean up for capacity and energy leaks. And that means quantum leaks cannot actually happen. And the advice that you're going to be given is going to be focused around like, okay, well, she wants to have 10K month, uh, 10K month within the next 90 days. I think you should do direct outreach because then you can just chase enough people. And if you're just obnoxious enough, someone's going to join your offer, right? And you do, should do sales calls. I don't care if you don't feel aligned with them, but you should do sales calls because it has the highest conversion rate. Of course, because when people talk to you face-to-face, they can actually feel your energy, get to know you. And also they're probably going to feel a bit bad when they know you as a person and see that you care. And then they're going to say no. So of course, sales calls are going to have the highest conversion rate. Of course, you're being told, go write DMs. But is this long-term sustainable? Maybe, maybe not. Only you can answer that question. And I'm not throwing shade on any of those strategies. They're great strategies as long as you want to do them. As long as you feel 10 out of 10 excited, getting on the call to talk to people. And I have clients who, do, who, who told me explicitly, like, I'm fine with sales club, not just fine, I actually want to be doing because I like getting to know people before they join my program. And then I'm like, girl, I am all for it. Go, knock yourself out. And that's amazing. But if you don't have energy and capacity to do them because you just had a baby or whatsoever, and you can still be successful. So this is the work that actually needs to happen every single day, every single day to create long-term sustainable success. This is the kind of work that actually makes the difference between an income, like Houston Feminine Cycle, or just a plateau and quantum leaps. And quantum leaps actually happen in your business like this. They're like, you hit a new high, then you drop down a little bit because that high was not sustainable. You drop down a little bit, which will show you all of the ways that it wasn't sustainable. And you're like, oh, man, 
I got to clean all of this stuff up. This was consuming too much energy. I cannot hold this many clients right now. I cannot run this many programs at the same time. I cannot create this many offers. Whatever it is, this is, comes down to awareness. You clean this all up. You have some up and downs here. Once you've cleaned it up, you're going to jump way higher. And then you're going to drop down a little bit. You've got some wiggling here. And this is how you scale to not just six figures, but multiple six figures, seven figures, or, or beyond that. This is the actual work that I did with my coach in the mastermind that I'm in. This is the actual work I do with my one-on-one -on -one coaches. This is the actual work that gets done with my one-on-one -on -one clients, with my mastermind clients. This is the difference between being in a group program that is led by a coach and actually having a coach. Because a lot of the times we only know this feels like shit and we're not sure why. Love you guys so much. Thank you for joining me for this really, really important conversation. Sending you so much love. Content loungers, listen up. This is your chance to ditch the hustle and take a massive leap in your business and your income. This month, one of you guys is going to work with me one-on-one -on -one, and together we will create a content strategy that turns you into a client and money magnet without working more. This is valued at over $2,000. And to get in on this, simply leave me a five-star review, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram. Wishing y'all massive success in your business. See you next week. And until then, sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you.